Yo. Hi. How's it going? Tired. I am tired. Yeah. Uh, after our three-hour wank, fe- wank fest last week, and then uh, in between that, having to, spoiler alert, record our 100th episode, I'm a bit podcasted out. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll just phone this one and then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. That's exactly what I was planning. Oh, good. We're on the same page. Yeah. It's like, what, 97? Something. Nobody cares about episode 97. No. In the pantheon of history, mm-hmm. nobody's ever said, got to check out that old 97. Yeah. 1, 15, 50, 100. That's yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so. I am tired as well. I went to bed about 7 p.m. last night. Because you live an awesome life. Uh, I woke up at 10 after a nightmare. Oh. Uh, had a nightmare. I'll talk about it in a second. Okay. Uh, decided I had to t- tinkle. So I tried to do it as stealthy as possible by like keeping my eyes closed and like turning a closet light on adjacent so I could pee without turning the lights on because it's going to wake me up, right? Okay. And I had, I had looked at the time, uh, and it was 10 p.m., mm-hmm. and you had sent me a message, and it was like a YouTube link, and I was like, all right, I'm not going to look at this, because if I do watch it, it's mm-hmm. like the light yeah. fucks with me or whatever. Uh, and so I decided not to, so I, I didn't. I laid down for a half hour, and I was like, this is not going to work. <laughs> So I, I stayed up until about midnight just fucking around on my phone uh, and watching YouTube. And then... Uh, Did you watch the video? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Because yeah. I thought the moral of the, the, the story was going, fucked around on my phone, watched YouTube, didn't watch the thing you no. sent me. No. It gets, so uh, I laid back down about midnight until about 12.30. And I was like, this isn't fucking happening. So I fucked around on my phone until I had to go to work at 3 in the morning. So I've been up since 10 p.m. last night. That sounds fun. It's fucking terrible. And then this is the day that you're like, hey, can we push it back by an hour? And I'm like, yeah. Sorry. Good timing. You didn't. It's, it's, yeah. it's just the way that things work out. But right. I was just like, fuck. Yeah. Um, so my my nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's right after Halloween. A huge uh, movie just came out called Halloween. Oh, okay. Uh, That's apt. And I totally had a Michael Myers nightmare. Hmm. So uh, I don't know how dreams usually don't translate. There's really one thing here, and I don't know how it's going to translate. So in my dream, uh, I dream this frequently that I am aware that I'm in a movie, Mm -hmm. but I still have to play through it as if I don't know that I'm in the movie, if that makes any sense. Sure. Um, So I'm well aware that Michael Myers is Michael Myers in said dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he attacked my family previously. And the dreams don't make any fucking sense because we're living in our family household, which none of us have lived together for a decade or more. Sure. But we're all living together under one roof. Um, my mom's alive. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Myers or a family member shows up dressed as Michael Myers. And remember, Michael Myers murdered our family. Mm-hmm. So it's like John Wayne Gacy's victim's family. Somebody showed up to dress like John Wayne Gacy and everybody was like, ha ha ha. I remember when he murdered us all. (laughs) So everybody was kind of cool with it, but I knew that it was actually Michael Myers pretending Uh, to dress up as somebody else. 
following me here. Yeah, but nobody else did. But nobody else did. But I also know that it's a dream. Mm-hmm. Not not that not that it's a dream. You know, it's that it's real. A movie. I know that it's a movie, but I still have to act through everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like an active participant in the movie, but I'm also like, I got to see how this is going to go. Cause I know he's going to start killing us, but I have to do something to get us out of this. Mm. So Michael Myers is sitting on the couch that we had when I was in elementary school. <laughs> of course. <laughs> dreams are fucking stupid. Yeah. And he's got his right arm around my, my five-year-old and his left arm around my niece. So I'm like strategically trying to get people to the, away from Michael Myers, mm-hmm. who's pretending to be the uncle or whatever. And I'm like, hey, can I steal my son for a few? I need to go do something. Uh, and consciously like, I hope I can get my niece out, but I'm going to focus on my kid right now. Sure. <laughs> like, that's fucking terrible. Yeah. That's reality what would happen. Yeah. And that's what, so so I get him and I'm like, take my mom. My mom never had a wheelchair wheelchair. She always had a, a, a mechanical one. Okay. But in the dream, she had a, a push one for some so i get her i push her over and i'm like you need to listen to me as soon as i tell you to do something just do it do not argue just do what i tell you to do okay because i'm making my plan for our escape mm-hmm. uh so i get everybody as close as i can and then i'm fucking like now everybody let's go so i'm throwing people into vehicles um there's two vehicles leave um like with my sister-in-law my wife, like my son turns into a baby at that point, mm-hmm. and I throw him on a lap, like consciously, like, fuck the car seat, get him out of here. And they go, they leave. Uh, and my mom runs out, runs out, mind mm-hmm. you, and gets in an El Camino. We never have had an El Camino. I've never driven an El Camino. I don't think I've touched an El Camino. <laughs> she runs out and gets in the El Camino, and I'm, uh, I know my dad and brother are still in the house. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mom, I'm going to go try to get them. If you hear bad things going on, just go. Okay. Anticipating her arguing with me Mm -hmm. and she fucking takes off. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) so, so so I don't know how she heard me, but I was like, wait, what are you doing? So she stops. It's like, oh, did you want me to wait? And I was like, yeah, I kind of wanted to ride with you. I just fucking said. I kind of want to escape the murder house. I kind of just said that. And she she was inconvenienced slightly by the phone. Oh, did you want me to wait? Did you want me to? Because she was going to take off in the whole car. I guess it's an El Camino. So I guess it still only had two seats. But people could have fit in the back. Mm -hmm. She was going to just take that car by herself. That's like the people on the Titanic. that. (laughs) So I like how your mom became the embodiment of your awkward neuroses. (laughs) So, uh... That was the like, I don't know what that means. Like my mom's alive in an El Camino and ran out to the vehicle and tried to ditch me. Yeah. Do, is that an abandonment issue? Like I'm angry at her for dying. Uh, let's just say yes. So yeah, I don't know. So I don't, what happened? That's the Did whole. Did you get your dad and your brother out? I That's where it cuts off. And I got up, woke up to go pee. It was like, mm. I went back into the house. So mm. they never, they never get, it's like the sex dream. It never ends to completion. Yeah. It always ends up at the second act. <laughs> so, yeah, that was it. I just, uh, I don't know if that translated well, cause I usually hate people telling, but, uh, hopefully that punchline was worth that, that jaunt. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I had a, like, I don't feel like I remember my dreams 
like at all anymore. I remember having like a really shitty dream. Like you wake up from it and like you're mad at people. Kind of like it's like you could tell you knew it was just a dream, but then you're like, how could this person do that to me? Mm-hmm. And I think, and I remember having one of those like a, a few weeks ago, but I can't for the life of me remember what it was about. Uh, it's kind of a go-to joke, but it's happened to me where my wife wakes up and is mad at me for something I did in a dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not cool. Uh, this might seem random, but Adam Sandler makes a joke about that in his new stand-up special on Netflix. Okay. Have you watched it? I have not. Uh, so there was one day last week where I was like, I have made something to for lunch. I made a sandwich and I'm like, I'm not going to commit to actually watching something. I got shit I got to do. I will put this Adam Sandler thing on for 15 minutes and then I can dismiss it as being garbage that I'm anticipating. Right. Mm-hmm. And I ended up sitting and watching the whole fucking thing. It was awesome. It was the the equivalent that I had watching it as a mid thirties guy mm-hmm. was just like I had listening to his CDs as a 13 year old. Yeah. Because what I was expecting, I was expecting this 50 year old dude to be trying to make goat fucking jokes. And he's not, he's making like kids, like he's making the jokes that a 50 year old man is making, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it was really good. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Like he still does songs and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Anthony said that, there's a song about Chris Farley that yep. made him ugly cry. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a Chris Farley song. But it's uh, like like he's got this huge song w- about every time he leaves the house, he just needs his phone, wallet, and keys. And like, <laughs> it's so dumb, but I totally identify with that. Like, yeah. Uh, do you do the like the, the, the pat? Leg, leg butt slap? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and he does a little dance with that. His phone wallet keys. Phone wallet keys. Um but but I can't recommend it enough. It really it was really, really good. Cool. Yeah. Not much happened to me in the last two days, three days since we recorded one of these. Yeah, that's all right. Uh we didn't we did, can we so we did another escape room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we dis- didn't talk about it on the hundredth. No, it was disappointing. Yeah, we had everybody there, and we actually fucking did it. We did. Uh, but that's not exciting or funny. the The part that I enjoy is discussing everybody's fuck ups because I've decided everybody has one dumbass attack during uh-huh. every single one of these. Right. Um, mine was the very first key that I used. I held on to for the rest of the fucking thing, looking to reuse it for some reason. Yeah. All right, I have this key. It needs to fit something. That the key's too big for this lock. It can't be this. Yeah. yeah. And it, and people ask me like four times, wasn't that the one you used over there? Nope. Sure wasn't. Mm-mm. Wasn't. It totally was. Uh, so you and I started out in like this little room by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, we needed help from the other room where saxophone Ryan, micropenis Josh, and Ben were. Yes. Um. Apparently, they were, like, handcuffed together uh, on a bed. Not apparently. They were. <laughs> you said apparently like it was in question. Like, to this day, you're not 100% sure whether they were handcuffed together. Well. They were handcuffed together to a uh, bed. <laughs> I say apparently because apparently my uh, my powers of observation are very, very, what's the exact opposite of astute? <laughs> It's a lot of that uh, because I find a key 
And I was like, oh, there's this lock over here. Oh, no, it's a dumb handcuff key. He We're not going to need this. He literally says, this is like a key to a fucking handcuff or he something. He says it's a dumb handcuff key. Yeah. <laughs> and he's looking at three guys that are handcuffed to each other. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Uh, that but is I gotta, what... I gotta say the win of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, so we were trapped in that room, and there's all we could see was a little note that said they need to hit a switch, right? Mm-hmm. And so, it the whole point of this is it's like a hospital room, and so what they were supposed to do was grab, um, like those little things that an IV bag comes on, an IV and stand, like use it as a, a, an extension of their arm and lean and barely be able to flip the switch. Yep. So we said, you guys need to flip a switch. And what Ryan heard was, I'm going to pick up this plastic severed hand I and thought throw it at the wall. I thought Micro Peter shot it. Ryan. It was Ryan? He, apparently, he heard, I need to pick up this severed plastic hand and throw it across the room and hit the light switch on the first fucking try. Yeah, like a champ. Yeah, like a goddamn animal. <laughs> and that, that's the other awesome thing, is that every time somebody is a hero with something. Yeah. Like, equally, when you're walking around, like a dumbass saying they don't need a handcuff key, and mm-hmm. I'm just trying to use the same key over <laughs> and over, we'll also have our flourish moment all of a sudden, where right. you just, like, get this epiphany and everything makes sense, and you're just like, stand back, move out of the way. Yeah. I got this shit. Oh, the, the flight routes are letters yes micro penis josh just fucking was fiddling with a lock and then just opened it somehow yeah. <laughs> and then we were trying to figure it out later and we had to be told yeah you already figured that out <laughs> that was the one that he fucked with and got yeah. <laughs> which to be fair is one of the few things they said beforehand like hey if you're stuck ask for a clue don't just just fiddle around with like a lock because even if you open it, you're not going to know what it means. I think he was just. Turns out we. I think he was just feeling castrated, like everybody else is actually doing something, and he yeah. was just like, "I don't have a place right now." Um, so I get it, but that is, I've decided that's kind of my favorite thing because, literally, from one moment to the next, you could be the one having the dumbass attack or mm-hmm. being the hero. So, uh, my other idiot, which I get to rope uh, Micropenis Joshin on this. Is so there we found uh, this little door and it was sh- like shut and uh, Ben figured out how to open it and then it turned out it led to a tunnel and so he had to like crawl around in there and then up and like hit a lever and uh, a thing from the ceiling oh, yeah. <laughs> like fell like it fell down and so like the ceiling tiles hanging at a forty five degree angle right and so Josh and I look up. And go, oh, this thing just fell down. Let's look at it. And all it says, there's a sign that says, hey, don't fuck with the ceiling tiles. <laughs> and we're like, what What the fuck did that accomplish? <laughs> all it says is don't fuck with the ceiling tiles. And Russ comes along and is like, you idiots, it, f- it fell on the floor. <laughs> and you picked it up and <laughs> we moved on. <laughs> yeah. I think that, that gave us the word spine, too, yeah. for the for the next thing. So that's what I, yeah. And meanwhile, I still had that key, like trying to stick it in things. <laughs> yeah. It's like still in your pocket. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was the, were you involved in the wheelchair? I wasn't mm-hmm. involved in the, what, what, what was the wheelchair? Uh, That's the thing that if there, if there is a part, I, I love these. Yeah. If there's a part that I don't like, it's like, I want to do everything myself. Like I want two hours by myself in these rooms. Like yeah. I wish that was a thing. What was the wheelchair thing? The wheelchair was the combination to the up, down, left, right lock. But. How did what did you figure out? All I know is like I threw a mat at somebody. Uh-huh. 
I threw a mat and then I kept moving on something else. Right. And it said basically how, cause they all had arrows and, uh, stars on the wheels. And so you had to line up the stars and then the arrows were different colors. And so the arrows, when you lined up the stars were either pointing up, down, left or right. Okay. And so then it was like the combination is like green, blue, red, yellow, green, blue or something. So, but what did that directional key open? The box of bones. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So all in all, I was happy. I think we were like 40 minutes and the record was like 35. Uh, we were like 53 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. I did thought we were better than that. No, we were in single digits time left. Ooh. Minutes left. I thought we did better than that. I guess not. Nope. Well, not quite the bragging rights that I thought it was. Yeah. I you never felt weighing you down. I never felt any pressure. Like it felt like we were some going through pretty well yeah. the whole time. We only used two clues, two yeah. hints. Mm-hmm. Um, Neither of which I felt were necessary. Both of those were dumbass attacks. Yeah. One was, hey, maybe you need to look at the thing you found. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept getting hung up on a name. Yeah. <laughs> So it just kept saying a name. And instead of like trying to touch what it was, I was insistent that that had to be in just a name that was on there. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, there's five of us in this room. We're all trying to figure out the same thing. And literally one foot from us is 50. Something that I pulled out of a drawer <laughs> and was like, this, we have to use this somehow. I don't know how. And we'll never. But we that was never like 20 think, minutes earlier. We so. never think about it again. Yeah. yeah. Um, They're great though. I love them. Yeah. Good. I, I want to go back to that one because they have three more. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Blair Witch. Blair Witch. Do you love it? Uh, the Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. I'm guilty of definitely doing that. I think a lot of people are. Like you just call things different things. Right. This prob- gets, this this is problematic now. Yeah. The problem was like Rambo, right? Sure. It was First Blood. Mm-hmm. And then First Blood Part Two: Colon Rambo. Mm-hmm. But then Rambo three, yeah. and then the fourth one was just called Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> so like you called the first one Rambo until Rambo came out, and now you could no longer call the first one Rambo because they made a movie called Rambo. How the fuck we've talked about this? But there's three movies now called Halloween. Mm-hmm. First one, of course, it makes sense. Yeah. Second one chronologically made makes sense because it's a remake. Can't yeah. fault that. The third one that's released is a direct sequel to the first movie, also called Halloween. So Halloween is a sequel to Halloween. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And it came out 30, 40 years later. What the fuck? Yeah. Doesn't make... I, I've i heard it's good. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but what the fuck? Yeah. Why would you call it Halloween? Because marketing? Oh. I don't... I don't know. Anyway, is there it. another movie that has the same name as its predecessor um that's like us instead that's like a sequel i mean like i said rambo four first blood four is called rambo rambo three is rambo three yeah but there was never another rambo correct it might have become that in the lexicon but there wasn't one mm-hmm. blair witch synopsis uh blair witch project synopsis <laughs> Fuck. Because you could call it Blair Witch you're until right. 2016. You're, you're right. That's what happened is for, for uh, what, 20 years? 17 years. 17 years. You called it Blair Witch. Yeah, I called Blair it Blair Witch. Witch. It's Blair Witch. Yeah. Now you can't say that It's anymore. not. It's the Blair They've Witch They've taken project. that away from us. They have. Uh, uh, a, a woman recruits um, two dudes to help her make a documentary 
in the woods about uh, an urban legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then said urban legend shows up and kills them. Or does it? Or does it? It does. <laughs> uh, overall thoughts on Blair Witch? Uh, so I watched this, you know, back in the day, probably. I mean, I didn't watch it in theaters. Uh, I remember when it first came out thinking that it was a real documentary. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, you know, realizing that that was just a marketing thing. And I was like, oh, that's really cool because they had, like, the website and everything. Yes. Um, but, you know, I'm a pussy. I didn't go see it in the theater. Uh, I saw it on DVD probably a year or two later. It's probably 2000, 2001. Uh, and I remember really liking it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it does what it does. It does it really well. It's not over the top. Uh, it's great. Coming at it now, it's still great. But it's boring as fuck. Yeah, it's a little, a little boring. Yeah. yeah, but I think I'm I'm able to watch it through that reverence that I had. Mm-hmm. So when I saw it the first time, I knew I had watched because there was a documentary that was playing on like sci-fi, mm-hmm. of right when it was released called "The Curse of the Blair Witch." Okay, which definitely presented everything as being real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think. It was ever said. I think I just immediately put together like there's no way that this is a wide release movie of people actually going missing. So I know that this is fake. But we went to the drive-in as a family. So I got to see Blair Witch at the drive-in sitting in lawn chairs in the dark, in the cold, outside, like wrapped up in a blanket or a a sleeping bag uh, while I was telling my younger siblings that it was 100% real. So it's definitely a good, yeah, that's <laughs> a good cool. memory for me. For me, um, but I st- I think that uh, it might be a little boring, but I think the reverence that I have and that it deserves is like like I watch this the same way that I watch Scream, where like you'll hear a Beatles song or whatever. I don't know. Like the the reverence that you have for it might be better than what you actually enjoy doing it. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like Scream, it's kind of boring until it's like not yeah until the end uh so because most of this is just them kind of walking around in the woods Mm -hmm. and being bored i don't have a lot of things to critique critique or uh, like the one thing i won't fucking do like i'm glad this isn't a video podcast Mm -hmm. which wouldn't be a podcast whatever i mean video podcasts are a thing uh because that fucking tried out played out shot of the snot Mm-hmm. shot i'm so tired we don't of need seeing a thumbnail that yeah yeah I'm since s- we don't need a thumbnail because that would be the thumbnail god damn it i wouldn't let it be that we would fight about that <laughs> no this is the iconic shot he says and russ is saying no that's been played out so fucking much yes but it's played out so much that it's in people's brains that when they see it they immediately know what it is oh. um okay so i w- i re- i just want to discuss like what is the f- what is the film saying, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the the movie starts out with them gathering everything, but they go to the town and talk to the residents about the Blair Witch. Yes, and a lot of them talk about it, and then it like switches weirdly to, to this like serial killer who would uh, grab like kidnap a bunch of kids, pull them down into his basement. Uh, two at a time and put one in the corner while he killed one Mm -hmm. and then kill the other. Mm -hmm. So 
is the movie trying to say, because he says, the, the killer totally says, my work is done, and then drives off, and then the police go in there, and like uh, he, he has done everything, whatever. So, is he the Blair Witch? Is Was he not a killer and the Blair Witch did it? Is there no Blair Witch and it was just this dude? The, what I is the movie trying to say? The movie is trying to to lay out groundwork for a mythos that it doesn't have answers to. If there are answers to it, But we know the they're last not shot. there. The last shot is Mike in the corner and then camera falls. Correct. So that's the killer's M.O. That is also seems to be the Blair Witch's M.O. Sure. Are they one and the same? Was he inspired by her? Like, why add this confusion of this crazy dude? Because I, I think it, the, the movie is made to be unsettling uh, and confusing. The, the whole point is 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 just like the, the documentarian going in trying to find the answer. We don't know what the fuck's going on. Things are fucked up or happening here. Mm-hmm. That's our answer. Our answer is there's fucked up stuff happening in these woods was the Blair Witch uh, uh, making this dude kill these kids? Like, if I had to put money, that that would be my thing, is he's being taken over by her or whatever. I don't think they're one and the same. I think he was acting under her thing. I don't necessarily have anything to justify to that, other than that's the feeling that I would get or whatever. And to me, like, since nothing, nothing supernatural ever happens in the movie um, that we know is supernatural then to me it's just either a copycat or the old man kills them. Like, to me it muddles the mythology, right? I don't know. Mm. I feel like it's trying, it's, it's, it's subtraction by addition, if that makes sense. Uh. Like it, it confuses and muddles the thing, like, because literally... Like, two people talk about it for a total of, like, two and a half minutes, and then, like, it's dropped again. Yeah, because... And we're right back to the Blair Witch Because again. the concept of this movie is this is found footage. So, sure, I, I So understand. the concept is you're just seeing whatever bullshit they have. You're seeing Marshmallow talk, in theory. So you're just seeing their rough footage or whatever, right? And mm-hmm. I think I think that's the idea, is they that it's not supposed to be edited, and that it is just there's fucked up stuff happening in these woods. But at the end of the day, they they should still present a coherent story. I think that they do. And that coherent story is there's some fucked up stuff happening in these woods. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm good with that. That's I'm fine with that story. I, I just think that the, the, it, it's muddled and vague in a way that if you just leave that out, it, it isn't. I think like that, that's that uh, Mike in the corner like that is still fucking spooky and haunting without the the serial killer bit uh so i'm i would be fine either way i think that uh it in no way for me takes away from it and i think that it adds that layer that you can turn it into whatever mythology you deem you would want to just like if this was because this is being presented as real right Mm -hmm. so you can turn the bermuda triangle into however you want it you can turn the Loch Ness monster and spin it. You can turn spin aliens, right? So this is being presented as a documentary. So I think it means more like 
we we the disposable uh manufactured ones from studios we haven't really watched a lot on the show at all uh unless it's a remake um those like the boogeyman type things type movies Mm -hmm. those feel so disposable to me because they are perfectly packaged and everybody figures everything out right like i feel like if in reality there was ever something actually supernatural to happen we wouldn't have the explanation it would be blair witchish it would be phantasmish yeah okay so for me presenting it without all the answers makes it more of a believable but it's not it's not an answer i exactly it just muddies the the thing. It just muddies the whole concept. It's I, not about answer or question, like answers or non-answers. Mm-hmm. It's strictly about like we've confused our mythos. I I don't think so. Okay. And this is where we just have to kind of give up because there's no yeah. way that like, we're not going to be. I can't say that more. <laughs> yes, you exactly. Can't say no yeah, more, exactly. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm with you. Um, I, what I can say is I see Bolivia. I can see Bolivia, which is my favorite line from the movie. Oh, I, I thought I didn't know where else you were going. No, <laughs> going with it. that. Uh, I think my favorite line has to be everybody's favorite line in the movie which is i kicked that fucker in the creek <laughs> <laughs> uh, i have my laser disc signed by the whole cat by the cast of the movie mm-hmm. and of course that's what mike had to write nice. on it so it was cool uh who's just like a school teacher now he's like an elementary school teacher and then like he gets to be a fucking rock star every once in a while and go to conventions <laughs> like that's kind of cool right yeah. like even more so than being an actor like i'm an actor i'm gonna go there like to be a fucking school teacher day in and day out right yeah. And then he'll fucking fly to Cincinnati and he's a rock star. Like, that's super cool. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the filmmaking of this for a second? Sure. Uh, how much do you know about the story of how they made this? Um, a decent amount. I So, um, I, want, I, I had seen some videos in the past. I think when The Blair Witch came out two years ago, like everybody on YouTube started making videos about The Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I kind of saw them around them. And so, I watched a couple... Um, that were more memorable, but I couldn't find the one that was basically like the the filmmaking. So I remember a great deal of it. But okay, go ahead. Uh, so it was made for twenty five grand on the guy's credit cards, and what they did was they the actors really did film themselves. Mm-hmm. They were isolated in the woods, and every day what they would do is they would feed lines or or stage notes. Yeah. There's more situations and sometimes lines. Yep. Individually to the actors. The other ones didn't know what they were going to be doing. Mm -hmm. So even as they're going through, literally it could have been like, Heather stabs me right now because you don't know what her direction is going to be, right? Sure. Um, And they would kind of let them go. So even the directors had an idea of what they were doing, but Mm -hmm. they every day would have to wait and see exactly what they got. Yeah, it was and, coming to them. And they just had these like caches like uh, with fresh tapes and batteries and everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they would just drop off all their expended gear. Yep. And yeah, that was what they had. Um, and they really camped out in the woods and everything. Yep. Uh, I do remember a story from the making of that they got like a werewolf costume or something. Okay. I remember some sort of costume and they had a guy run around in one of the scenes. Yep. And they just never got any footage of it. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, I think it's the one where um, you come back and Josh has all his stuff slimed. I think it's when they're running out. Oh, okay. Like that. I think it was that scene. Uh, but yeah, they basically they had somebody dress up in it, like this costume, and they spent like a decent portion of their budget on this costume, and they never got it on on footage. Um, yeah, I don't recall that story. Uh, one that I do recall is that that like, in order to make it less miserable for the actors, like they would come behind them and they would tear down their their campsites and carry their shit for them, mm-hmm. and then set up the next one and they said that that's something that bothered them because there's times when they're arguing about they have to hurry but the actors themselves don't have to camp up the gear so nobody's trying to to pack up the tents which is what they would be doing in real life yeah they're not packing up the tents because they know that the crew is going to come behind them yeah uh, i went to a q a at the convention that i was at with them okay and it was the three of them. It was Josh, Heather, and and Mike were all there. And one of the cool stories they were they they told is that when there was one night or a couple of nights where they it was raining fucking constantly, and they got to their tent that had the crew had set up for them, mm-hmm. and it was flooded. It had like six inches of water inside the tent. Jesus. So the crew was always, they had emergency walkie-talkies that they could get with them. And the three actors had decided amongst themselves they were never going to break character uh, unless they all said the word taco. So they all three would have to go taco, 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 and then they were out of character. Uh, So they tacoed it, and they all agreed. And then they got on the walkie and went with their emergency word, which was bulldozer. That was like the revelation of the convention. It was bulldozer. (laughs) Um, and then fucking silence. Like, they don't know if it was the storm or if the crew was too far away. (laughs) They never showed, nobody ever showed up. Like the one time they tried to pull the bulldozer and like get help and have them bring a new tent or they were like, we just have to get to a hotel tonight. Let's go to a hotel tonight. I'm not sleeping in six inches of water. Yeah. I'm soaking wet. I'm going to go to a hotel tonight. I'm going to tell them. Just radio silence. <laughs> so they just slept in six inches of water? I don't know if they slept or they didn't sleep. I don't remember that point. But the but the, the point was that it was just radio silence from the bulldozer. It's pretty great. Uh, which is funny now. At that time, yeah, that was I'm fucking sure it was suck. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I just want them to go put me in a Motel 6 for forty nine ninety nine, and then I will come back tomorrow. But I'm not doing this shit right now. And that does suck, too, because it's not even like they i'm sure they shot st- stuff um mm-hmm. and that's something i remember too from the commentary that i watched it a decade ago for the movie mm-hmm. is that uh they were the directors edited themselves as well and uh he said you know i don't mean to toot our horns or anything we've gotten a lot of stuff i don't want to complain but i don't feel like anybody's really referenced like we whittled this movie down from x number of hundreds of hours yeah and that had to have been, I mean, they did get the other fake documentary out of it for the Curse of Blair Witch. Um, but I wonder if they handed that footage to somebody else, how many other different versions of the same movie they could make. Whether they'd be better or worse, I don't know. Is that an, is that an official Russ experiment that, that you is, want to see happen? Yeah. I, I mean, there, there wouldn't be any loss, right, for yeah. for Artisan, whoever owns it. I guess Artisan's I mean, I not think, a thing anymore. I think you can say that about any movie, right? Probably. Like, Probably. But the Godfather, you know, here's the original script. Here's the original footage. Make 
you make a movie. I don't, I think that's I don't think that's fair because they they had the same lines. I right? think it's completely different. Yeah, yeah, but I think an argument can be made for every movie. Sure, and you would come out with a completely different movie. Uh, you know, this is very much like uh, Anchorman. You know the movie Anchorman. Unfortunately, oh. fuck you. I don't like Will Ferrell. It's it's the best Will Ferrell comedy. Uh, that's like was saying a, it's the least stinky shit. No, no. Yes, it is one of the best comedies ever made. <laughs> yep, I'll say it. Oh my god. Uh so Adam McKay's kind of style is uh, to ad lib with the, um, you know, let the the actors ad lib, and then. He will come up with things and, and yell them out and things. So there's the movie Anchorman, but then there was when the DVD came out, there was a Best Buy exclusive, a two-pack DVD, and you also got, I think it was called Good Morning, Ron Burgundy, which is another 90-minute film made with uh, alternate takes and deleted scenes from Anchorman, and it was pretty great. Uh, I just watched the Jackass movies with my son. Mm-hmm. And then Jackass 1.5 and 2.5 showed up on the uh, Netflix. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, we got to watch these. And they were fucking awful. You see why those were like deleted from. (laughs) It's like, this is a cash in. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I'd seen them before. But uh, it was fucking terrible. Even my nine year old was like, this isn't funny. (laughs) Um, The. This movie has kind of established the way that you do found footage, too. Like, whether or not it established it or whether this is just what everybody would do, but because they did it almost first. So, yeah, you have, like, Cannibal Holocaust. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the the first. Generally recognized as the first. You have Blair Witch Project is kind of, like, the first huge hit. Yep. But then it really isn't until Paranormal Activity that, like... They start pumping them out. Sure, there was a bunch in between there, uh, but I think Paranormal Activity also, that was the point when digital formats became so cheap and easy that it was so easy for these to start happening. Sure. Um, but it, but it's to the point where it's almost painful for me to watch something like Blair Witch, not Blair Witch Project, Blair Witch, mm-hmm. because we know the formula so well. Like, I don't need for you to be explaining to me every camera that you're holding at this point. Like you need to justify why you're recording, but you don't need to go through and show me every camera that you're placing where I understand how these work. Okay. We can talk about that when we get to the Blair Witch. Okay. Uh, so you watched the video that I sent? I did. What did you think of it? I think that it is a fun fan theory, Mm -hmm. but it is ultimately not what the film is. Okay. So the film, uh, the fan theory that you sent me Mm -hmm. is that Josh and Mike Mm -hmm. lured Heather to the woods to kill her. Yeah. Well, they took that opportunity to kill her. Yeah. Sure. Um, And this is proven this is supported i won't use the word right. proven. yeah no. this is supported <laughs> proven is well, I, w- I was i quoted proven yeah but it didn't yeah 
audio. Uh, so this is supported by the fact that they reference that uh, you've got Josh and Mike leading the way throughout the film. Uh, when the map comes up missing, uh, there is definitely a huge question of whether Josh was the last person to have it. Mm-hmm. Um Mike establishes himself very clearly that he is not the go-to guy for directions, but he ends up with the map. He ends up with the compass uh, and he ends up leading the way a part of the time. Yeah. It's, it's like the, the big points are like right the night before the, the map goes missing. The last thing we hear is Josh asking for the map. So presumably he was the last one we know to have the map. Then it comes up missing. Um, Then Mike says he kicked it in the Creek which is weird. Um, also, like, they go from very melancholy to very, like, laughing and kind of leading the way. Um, and then Mike had the compass. And um, we see Heather using it to go south all day. And then they wind up back in the same spot. Um, but compasses are very easy to manipulate with magnets. Mike is the audio guy. He, like, every speaker and microphone has magnets. Or at least every speaker has magnets in it. So he had ready access to magnets and all that. And basically, uh, the the big thing is at the end, he runs into the house. You hear Josh yelling. Uh, he runs up the stairs, stops. She f- follows him up the stairs, and then the moment she gets to the top, he runs all the way down to the basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, leaving her behind. Uh, and so, yeah. So they acted like that was a huge thing. I don't think that means anything. No. Like the house part doesn't mean anything because if they were going to kill her, by the time they got her there, they didn't need to get her to a specific part. She's by herself. They could totally outpower her or knock her out if that's what they're waiting to do. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a fun fan theory to discuss or whatever. Do I actually think that it's the hidden meaning throughout the film? Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, it's the same ideas where you'll see like Toy Story is actually a remake of Rambo or whatever. Like they find those. Fu- I, I, there's a definitely a Toy Story and Forrest Gump maybe or something like that where they just find parallels between them. Yeah. Uh, and and I and they're fun. Don't get me wrong. And this one is better than a lot of others that I've seen. Um, but. At the same time, uh, I think it's the the same idea as uh, the nine eleven being an inside job. Is like you can find Whoa. what you look for. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! I mean, but that they're pump both, the brakes. They're both not real. That's all I mean. Is is you can look for and find what you want. Uh, you have a way with words and metaphors. Thank and you. Similes. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Um. What did you think about your about that fan theory? Oh, I, I thought it was fun. It's literally like it's the channel is the film theorists. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they have a lot of cool stuff that, like, makes me think, oh, that's cool. I mean, that's probably not what, not what intended, but I bet you, you know, that is cool. They do have me convinced about the ending of Breaking Bad, though. That it's set up for the... Uh for a tie-in to Better Call Saul? Well, that he is alive at the end. He could be, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or he could be dead, and they just... Honestly, they consciously made it so that you didn't see him, his brain exploded, so that they could do something, is all it is. And then if they don't get to it, the answer is that he's dead. 
the cop checks his pulse and then looks back. Uh, so and then they fade away. So I'll buy it. He's probably saying, "I found a pulse." Who yeah. knows? <laughs> um, or he could be saying, "This fucker's dead." It's true. Uh, anything else for Blair or Witch Project? It's good. Classic for a reason. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, it is found footage. Like it, it is the found footage movie, right? It's the go-to. It's got to be. If like, you ever, if you only ever see one, it should be Blair Witch Project. Right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I saw a movie this weekend. <gasps> At a theater. At a theater. Oh my good gracious! That was the first time in a very long time. Hmm. Uh, what did you see? I saw Bohemian Rhapsody with my wife. Nice. Uh, both really, really like Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you a Queen fan at all? Oh yeah. Um. It is very good. You should see it. I will. Um, Rami Malek mm-hmm. uh, does a good job. Still kind of wish I would be able to see Sasha Baron Cohen in It'd that It'd be cool if they role. released some footage, at least some like test footage or yes, something. Yes, that would be cool. Um, but why would they? Yeah, there's no benefit to that. Yeah. It'll surface 20 years from now, like the Nicolas Cage Superman picture. Yeah, I have to say, like, just from the previews, no mustache Rami Malek looks weird. Mustache Rami Malek looks exactly like Freddie Mercury. Um, I mean, he he does good. They, they he's a hard guy to cast, man. Yeah. Like the fact that well, I mean, think about it. Like Freddie Mercury was a unique looking dude, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you have to have somebody that can move like him. Like that's it's uh, a hard combination to do. Like. Yeah. The fact that there are two people in the world that I can come up with, Rami Malek and Sasha Baron Cohen, that could be him, is crazy because he was weird looking dude, man. Yeah. Um, but I'd really like to see some of the, the test footage or whatever. That would be neat. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. I really enjoyed it. I think that the casting was great. Like as I'm watching the Do you know who Alex Winter is? He was Bill or Ted from that's not Keanu Reeves. Okay. Long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. I always thought he looked like Roger Taylor. Okay. Uh, who's the one guy from Queen? Do you have any idea who I'm talking about? No. Okay. Uh, here's the fun fact of Queen that I know. Uh, Queen is the only band to be both in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and have every member of their band in the Songwriters Hall of Fame, hmm. which means you need to write a song, uh, write two songs that hit number one in either the U.S. or the U.K., Hmm. did not know that that's mm-hmm. a fun fact yeah um yeah so i've kind of no stuff about queen but i've always thought that alex winter while i'm talking you should google alex winter and then google uh roger taylor i'll just google their names together and i bet you there's a totally looks like I, you're probably it, unless i'm just totally off base on this um but i think the casting is great the thing that i left there's a couple filmmaking things that i had issues with that just bothered me but i'm not a filmmaker it was just visually seemed off that the actual complaint that i would have is that if it's a pg-13 movie and they very much made it a pg-13 movie and i get why they would want to do that um especially the band themselves since they were so far into it but they kind of gloss over what's wrong i googled it and all i'm getting is Bill and Ted star reveals he was molested as a child. 
by Roger Taylor? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> that would be awkward. Anyway, so all right, so you see that guy, right? Yeah. Okay. So just Google Roger Taylor now, I guess. Uh, but like, there's one. It's not like I wanted to see like like muscle leather daddy sex or something like that. But it's very, but it's very much like glossed over. And like, I I saw a clip of Sasha Barrett Cohen, like talking about what, how he stopped being involved or whatever in the movie. And he said he was very much pushing for an R rated movie, like to kind of get into a little bit more of the debauchery. Mm -hmm. And the example that he gave that was amazing was he said, Freddie Mercury would have these parties and he would hire little people to walk around with plates on their head filled with cocaine. So it would be, so so it would be little people. That that dude fucking knows how to party. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> That's demeaning and debasing. <laughs> but that fucker knows how to party. But l- let's be honest. They're like, so Freddie Mercury went through his life thirty years or whatever, and kind of held back from the version that we know, right? Held back, and then all of a sudden he had all of the money and the fame to get every dude that he ever wanted, like that dude definitely had some giant nasty orgies. Right. And I feel like it's just PG 13 over. Yeah. I think any biopic that's PG 13 isn't showing. No, I, I'm just story. I no, absolutely. And like I did because everyone's life has more than one fuck in it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, did you find, did you find him? Yeah. I'm you see it, right? A little, I guess. I don't know. It's in the eyes. Like they have like droopy sure. eyes. Uh, this one says uh, David Hemmings and Roger Taylor. Mm. No, I Alex think I see Winter, that bro. more than Alex Winter. You are crazy. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter because he's twenty years too old at this point anyway to do it. So, uh, yeah, if they would have made this movie in 1992, they should have got Alex Winter to play him. Uh, anyway, so so that's. My only complaint. It is really good. It's definitely, there's probably a solid half hour of just music throughout the whole thing. That's pretty cool. uh, Which is cool. Like normally I would complain that that's not a movie, but when you're going, like especially sitting at, I'm not even a theater guy, but sitting in a theater hearing the queen going at you is cool. Um, How long is the making of Bohemian Rhapsody? Because the trailer is kind of pretty much centered around that. Oh, it's not much. (sighs) It's disappointing. 10 or 15 minutes, maybe. No, not, not, not nearly that long. That's, that's a decent part of a movie. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't listen to me. It's not nearly that long. Five minutes at most. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, but it, but that definitely is a portion of it for sure. Worst part of the movie by far is Michael Myers. Mike Myers is in it. Yeah, I saw him. Uh, I haven't clicked on the video. I watched a lot of clips from Stephen Colbert. He's uh, not good. And he was at doing it as a character did you see him as, as host of the gong show no so they brought back the gong show hosted by some dude but that dude was a michael myers character okay. so it was mike myers being this like british dude as the host of the gong show so it was never mike myers was like never it was just always with like Sir Ellington, whatever. But at least that's supposed to be in that vein. Like this is. But it's the Gong Show. He's a game show host. Yeah. 
And he's doing a character as a game show host. I guess. It's just like... But I guess I get he's if you made break it down, all with of them Shrek are. and Austin Powers, like that dude never has to work again. So maybe he's just doing what like seems fucking fun to That's him. That's fine for him. That's great. But don't put him in this biopic when you, it fucking at point he sounds like Shrek, like he yells. And I'm like, that is fucking Shrek yelling. Like well, Shrek is just Mike Myers doing a Scottish accent. It was it was it totally pulled me out. Totally pulled me out of the movie. Um but yeah, so that was one of the things when I was awake all night last night. I was just like watching old Queen interviews and stuff. And like uh, uh, Brian May and Roger Taylor like were, went on like the Today Show or something right after Freddie Mercury died. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it. I'm not faulting them in the slightest. Like they were like, look, everybody's saying all the shit about him and saying he kind of deserved it for being promiscuous and stuff like that. Like he's like Roger literally says he's not here. So I feel like it's our duty to defend our friend. Right. Yeah. But they definitely were like, he wasn't promiscuous. And I'm like, I wasn't there. I call bullshit on that. Like, (laughs) but, but, but it's also right after he died, like they're trying to, but there was so much around the AIDS epidemic in, in the eighties and nineties. Like there was so much, like, honestly it took until, uh, magic Johnson got it. Like, for people to understand, like, oh, shit. Like, this is, like, a thing. Yeah. Because he was, like, a nice guy. Yeah. Well, and he was more identifiable, I think. Like, the average... Freddie Mercury is pretty fucking huge. Rock Hudson... But, but again... I mean, that was But but the average mainstream straight America could just say, I'm not gay. I have nothing to worry about. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I don't know. It was it was it was good. So I don't want to. This isn't Blair Witch Project, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Blair Witch. But uh, yeah, not very often do I get out. So yeah, it's a big thing in the Russ household <laughs> when he leaves the Russ household. It's true. It's true. Uh, Blair Witch. Blair Witch synopsis. Uh, Can I do this one? Sure. This is the same thing, but is sort of a sequel. Sure. Like. That's the, to its credit, it manages to remake the movie and be a sequel exactly like the thing. It doesn't mean it's good or close, mm-hmm. but it 100% is trying to, and I'm sure got those kids that are like, oh, I've heard of the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. I'm not going to see that old movie, mm-hmm. but we are 16-year-olds that have disposable income now, so let's go see Blair Witch. Yeah. And I feel like that's what the movie was, and that's exactly what it was that's exactly what they got delivered yeah a sleek slick turd (laughs) uh so i definitely enjoyed watching this more the first time just because it's new Mm -hmm. uh but it just regurgitates everything from the first one so much and adds nothing to it like the, so this is a good example when we were talking about like the difference between the movies or whatever mm-hmm. no we weren't talking about the difference between the movies we were talking about like things needing to be explained mm-hmm. uh in your film theory one of the things was that how in the world did somebody get the footage out if you can't go into the woods and my assumption was always like it's different when you try to stay there at night like that's when the shit happens and they literally have to say this in 
Blair Witch is just don't stay overnight. When you stay overnight is when you're going to have problems. Yeah. I'm like, that didn't need to be said. That's what you got from watching Blair Witch Project is it's overnight is when shit starts getting fucked up. You yeah. didn't need to spoon feed me that. <laughs> that's what all modern movies do now, though. But that's my point. That it, mm-hmm. But you were saying you wanted it spoon fed to you. We won't no, I'm not, I wasn't it. saying I wanted it spoon fed to me. I'm saying you gave me a nugget of information that was basically meaningless and muddles your ending because it conflates the two. You said spoon feed me. I never said spoon fed. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we've got Heather's little brother. Yeah. Is going out. He was sent a clip. So that was 94. This is 2014. Mm-hmm. So 20 years later. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he thinks he might have seen Heather in footage that they just found in the woods. Right. So somebody over the, he likes crawls the internet constantly, uh, to, for stuff on Heather. Yes. And he got a hit on a YouTube video. Yep. And he thought he saw Heather in, um, a mirror Mm -hmm. in some footage. Uh, so he tracks down the guy that found the film, Right. Uh, who is a casually Southern racist gentleman. Yeah. Um, let's not gloss over the fact that this now says that the house is magical. That the house didn't, didn't exist. Mm-hmm. It basically spawned for them. Yes. Yeah. It's like... Uh, I don't think this is how it worked. I was going to say it's like Zelda, like with the little things, but I think they were always in the same spot. That's why you could follow the map. Yeah. It didn't spawn. Zelda is very important that you you had to like get out graph paper and make your own map. Yeah. What? It came with a map. No, it didn't. Not the original. You sure about Are you talking about the like fucking gold cart one? Maybe. Like that's the original Legend of Zelda. I don't know. We had one that had a map. Hmm. Maybe you had like the book, like the Prima Guide or It was literally a map. Like, that might have been, like, Wind Waker or something. He's talking an NES. Yes. Hmm. Again, we talked about, I think, last week on our Wankfest, I only played the game for 10 minutes because uh, I had too many games. Oh, yeah. Uh, But, like, everything I hear about that game is, like, that game is people's childhoods and they would get out graph paper and make the maps for the screens and everything because you had to figure it out that and metroid both that uh never really did metroid i did metroid a little bit uh and i just played metroid (laughs) recent like this past week Mm -hmm. uh i think i want to play zelda again though like and if you've not played zelda i think you need to like take a weekend or something and like actually have the patience for it like that's it. That's what it did. It ruined my, I know, like but, how I video game. But that's what I'm saying. You need to like make it deci- like the same way we say like we make a decision on like watching Hotel Rwanda. Like you need to be like, I'm gonna fucking like I have a modern one. I played. Do, I've played the first. That's not couple the same hours thing. of, that's of not Breath the same of the Wild. Thing. Not the same I know thing. it's not the same thing. I I woke up a few years ago and I did the same thing. I couldn't sleep one night and I downloaded Oregon Trail and I fucking beat that bitch. <laughs> Danny might have died of dysentery. 
a lot but of people died got of dysentery. There. Yeah, and I was so excited. Like I was able to do the little space bar when you got to go hunting. Mm. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yes. You know what I miss from like first grade? Dino Tycoon. Yeah. I should download that too. Not a lot of. I just won't sleep again. Like tonight. tycoon games are like too complicated now. I liked Dino Tycoon. Like you had to worry about concessions and the dinosaurs, and that was about it. I like that idea. You just planted that nugget in my head. Uh, so Blair Witch. Uh, so they end up being told by douchebags that they meet from the dark yeah. web website. Before this, they gear up. They do. They do. They say GPS 23 million times. Yes. So you know immediately, okay, that's going to be the first thing that breaks the yes. moment they get into the woods. Uh, they show that they're taking a drone, which I think had huge potential to be super cool. Yeah. They squandered it. Uh-huh. 100%. It goes up once, and then it comes back down. And then it goes up a second time and gets stuck in a tree. And so, only for a character to that fucking doesn't care about the drone to go after the drone and then fall and die. And, like, that's how she goes out. But, like, what was the point? We never see the drone again. It doesn't matter. The drone never mattered. Uh, it's frustrating, too, because, obviously, you knew from the very beginning. So, we never said Blair Witch Project. They don't sell the witch. Blair Witch, you know this is a 2017-16 movie. Of course they're going to show the witch, right? Mm -hmm. What better way to establish and get that signs moment than with a drone? Like you could see this bitch running or riding her broom through the air or whatever she's going to do. Yeah. You know, totally squandered. Mm -hmm. That was a missed opportunity for sure. Uh, So they end up in the woods together and they quickly find out that this couple uh, has been fucking with them because they Darknet 666. Darknet 666. He must have been the very first person (laughs) to create that because everybody would want that profile name, right? Yeah. Especially Uh, on YouTube that has like millions and millions of people. Yes. So he, uh, they find out, they wake up and they've got the stick men. Mm -hmm. Okay. So before that. You know, you talked about... Uh, I'm going to make a Justin doll, and it's going to literally say, but before that, well, before that, well, not yet. So you, the thing that we tabled last, like for the last movie is we need to see like the cameras and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on this one, they wear like Bluetooth earpieces, and they have cameras in them. There's also like uh, Darknet has a mini DV camera. There's an SLR camera. There's the drone camera. These are the main cameras. Oh, and then there's also one that they set up uh, on the camp. So those are the cameras. <coughs> First off, there's never any difference between any of the cameras quality-wise. Like when you cut to a camera, you don't know what camera you're seeing other than by like the angle in which it's being seen. Mm-hmm. So it's all bullshit anyway. But the whole point, like you have laid out every single camera that you have, right? And how most of the movie is played on these ear cams. Mm-hmm. So they're walking, they like drive into the woods, park their cars. They're walking along a trail. And you keep cutting between different people's perspectives and everything. And then suddenly it cuts, like Darknet is in front. It cuts to a shot through some branches 
and you see everybody walk by. Who who set that up? Like it's the one shot that makes no fucking sense. It's supposed to be a found footage movie. Like when you make that conceit, you can't have like cool insert shots or anything. Like who the fuck was taking that shot? I wish I remember which shot you're talking about because I don't have it. It in my stood head. out like a sore fucking thumb in my brain. Yeah, I'm sure that it does. I just yeah. don't recall it. Um, yeah. Now we're in the woods, mm-hmm. and we find out that they've been fucking with them. They planned because they're trying to show them things are wrong in the woods. Right. So they yeah they wake up with the stick figure dolls, and it was Darknet and his lady that set them up. Yes. Uh, so they tell him to get get bent. Yeah, basically. So then uh, they go off and do their thing. I will appreciate this group was very quick to be like, fuck this. We're not idiots in a horror movie. Let's right. get out of here. So I, I will say I appreciate that. Very quickly, as soon as some, anything goes wrong, mm-hmm. there's not that one person that's like, oh, let's stick it out. Let's research this. They're all like, your sister went missing. Fuck that. Let's go. So I do appreciate that. That was how people would really react. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... But they can't because, like, time and space are distorted. Yes. Uh, they hook up with Darknet 666 after a while. And he's like, we've been, it's been five days and it's been a couple hours for our other group. Yeah. Uh, they added a musical score. Well, not quite music. Like, they added a soundscape to the movie. Did not appreciate that. They're, like, there's one point where there's, like, a shoving match and you can hear the fully work. And it just fucking like hit my brain like this isn't a found footage movie when you're doing fully work. Well, it's it's it gets too big. Like you spend so much money to do found footage, it mm-hmm. needs to be three fucking college age kids in a dirty tent, yeah. like in order for it to really work. Yelling and, at each other to put the camera down. Why are you filming? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one of the girls cuts her foot, mm-hmm. uh, and it ends up with a monster inside of it. Yeah, they. Like what? What? What did she pull out? Like a silverfish or like a centipede? Some what the sort fuck was of, yeah, it? Yeah, I thought it was like a centipede. Hmm. That, that's what I envisioned was a centipede or something centipede yeah. like. Because like, I'm sure that cost a lot of money. Sure. To do that digitally, but they don't like show it in any way. To, like. Ooh, look at this thing. I'm going to uh, hold it in front of my camera. You know the thing where like uh, the, the healers like pull meat out of... Mm-hmm. They could the have from done... from the end of Man in the Moon? Yes. They could have done that and it <laughs> it yeah. literally would have been this. It's the same effect. Uh-huh. And they could have done it with... They probably couldn't do it with a uh, dead centipede and people probably don't want to handle centipedes. Right, but it's just... They could have done it with like a prosthetic. It's like one of those like sticky things like yeah. just a step above that yes. and it's the centipede yes yeah. but no they they did it digitally yeah and scream digital um our folks start kicking off here mm-hmm. uh peter pete right mm-hmm. he's the first to go yep uh and th- this is the first time i noticed like the soundscape is like this is definitely where it becomes big. Like, yeah. it's a big movie now. It is a big found footage movie. Yeah. So, uh, he gets lost. Uh, something eats him or whatever. Uh, and Ashley is, like, behind in the tent. And so, that's when we get 
Lisa and what's her protagonist's name? Zane. Zane? Uh, that's a shitty name. Uh, Lisa and Zane. My mom's name was Zane. Hmm. Uh, did she write books about cowboys? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Zane Gray, he was a famous author. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's what a joke sounds like when it fails everybody. Uh, so, like... Okay, things can happen in, and I don't remember exactly the order because the movie sucks. So, tents start flying up into the air. Like, there's actual, like, effects. Like, remember the Blair Witch Project? It's just stickmen and piles of rocks. And it freaks the fuck out of people. Yeah. Like, people threw up in the theaters. Yes. I mean, because of the shaky <laughs> cam, but still. Uh,. Yeah, and this is like full on. Uh, okay, so because it's like ear cameras, do they fly up into the air at one point? I can't tell what's happening because you're, yeah, they you're get like stuck. Grabbed. Okay, they, they get like grabbed and sucked up into the air, and that's how the one dude dies. What one dude? Isn't it the black guy? That's how he dies. Peter. He gets eaten by like a tree monster. But it's in but the air, right? Like. I know it like falls on him. I think maybe I don't I think know. I'm getting my guys, confused. but like Lisa and Zane, like the tents fly up, and then one of them flies up, and then the other one flies up. And then they like land, and they're like, "Are you okay?" And they're like, "Yeah." I don't know. It doesn't matter. People start by dying in unremarkable and unmemorable yeah. ways, and so then the stick figures show back up, and. Uh, what's her face shows back like Darknet's lady friend shows back up, and Ashley's like I've had enough of this, and she breaks one of the stickmen, and it breaks the lady in half. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, she had said like, "Oh, it's got some of my hair in it." What yeah. the fuck's this? Yeah. And she breaks it. And then she's broken in half. She's broken in half. Mm-hmm. Feel like it was done better in Tales from the Hood too, or <laughs> Tales from the Hood. Yes, OG, OG, Tales from the Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, this culminates in Zane ending up back at the house. Yeah. Also, this movie's full of stupid jump scares. Oh, there was one where it's a found footage movie, and the dude again had to have been crouching down beside them and pops up mm-hmm. and literally says, "Will people stop doing that?" And I'm like. This doesn't make any fucking sense. How do these filmmakers keep doing this? It's so frustrating. Uh, so, so they're at the house, right? Yeah. You can't look at the Blair Witch. Right. Uh, because it's Medusa, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what they're doing is they're, they've got the, the camera turned around so they can look behind them. Well, that's she's the last. She's the final girl before yes. she does that. Okay, sorry. So Blake is in here. Yep. Uh, she finds Blake, and then Blake locks her in this like cellar, and so she finds a tunnel, and she decides her best option is to just start fucking crawling through the tunnel. N- never do that. Mm-mm. No, don't. Oh, the murder house with the the scary witch. Don't crawl through the tunnel. <laughs> uh, but surprisingly, she makes it through the tunnel, and everything's kind of fine. 
and then like Blake Darknet, whatever his name is, like pops out and she stabs the shit out of him. He's dead. But remember that he's the one that finds the footage. And as she's running through the house, we find out the YouTube video is her footage. Mm -hmm. And isn't that crazy? Not particularly. I don't (laughs) care at this point at all. I waited for 20 years. I want to see this fucking witch. Yeah. Uh, And you get to see like a tiny little sliver of her. Yeah. I don't think she's necessarily that bad. No. Um, I can't complain about the witch itself. It's so anticlimactic, and I don't care at this point about mm-hmm. it, that it means nothing to me. Yeah. But I don't think the witch herself is that bad. Right. So Zane and Lisa wind up in the room together, and they get locked in, and then they, he realizes that the witch is coming. So he he runs in the corner, tells her to run in the corner, and says, don't look. Uh, so he looks and gets murked. And so she realizes she's going to outsmart it by uh, pointing the camera behind her and looking at that. And she backs out halfway across the room before she hears a voice. And is like, what? And she gets murked. And that's the end of the movie. Blair Witch Project or Blair Witch, Justin? Blair Witch Project. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like uh, I said, it's... it's when you, uh, I don't know if it is 2018 me, or it is a second viewing because I literally haven't seen it since I first watched it. But like I said, the movie's still good, but it is a lot more boring than I remember. I don't, I can't, I can't go back again. I don't know if that's just. I used to have way more patience though. Like I used to sit through some shit that I will not do anymore. I sat through the fountain. I did too. (laughs) Fuck that movie. Yeah, that movie's Uh, terrible. Random thing. You saw, I got on my phone at one point because I was like debating about switching my picks for next week, but it's not readily available for you. You'd have to buy it for $10, which I wouldn't want to do. It was a movie that I watched once and remember enjoying I still had issues with it but I enjoyed watching it mm-hmm. and I'm just going to give you the title and then we'll leave that tease there okay it's called found footage 3D <laughs> uh, and uh, movie the movie in television <laughs> uh, next week next week alright so this one has kind of been hyped up. Okay. Not by me. Okay. You somehow have managed to solely hype yourself up on this. All right. So let's hope it doesn't disappoint. Okay. So I'm saying if you don't like this, this is your fault. All right. Um, Next week, first movie. First movie. (laughs) You know, this is one of my favorite procedural TV shows. Yeah. (laughs) This, I, I forgot to preface this. I can think of two covers for VHSs when -hmm. I was a kid that legitimately used to bother me. I was like, I cannot, I'm not ready for this. The first one was night of the demons, which we've already watched. Yeah. That cover freaked the fuck out of me. Mm -hmm. The one that you're holding now is the other one that I was like, I am not ready to watch this. That's the cover. I I mean, that is pretty cool. I can, I, I can't do this. I'm not ready for this movie. You are cordially invited to spend an evening with Roger Combe and his friends. Roger Cobb. Oh, that's two B's. 
Not an M and a B. Don't come alone. Horror has found a new home in house. House. So you. <laughs> <laughs> like. I, I remember like. I think it was even before we did this podcast. You just had a random box full of DVDs and shit. But they were VHSs. That you oh, were yeah. VHSs. At. And on top were. Uh, I think it was House and House 2. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god. Not only did they make a movie called House, they made a House 2. And you're like, yeah, they made like six of them. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Why do you own this? <laughs> you had it on VHS. Mm-hmm. You have like premium Blu-rays of like all of them. Because you are a crazy person. <laughs> so what is, what is your cover? You didn't describe our cover here. Oh. Uh, well, first I'm going to say, uh, do you do you ever use Pinterest? Uh, no. I used to use pin like when Pinterest was like started out. Uh, the the time that I did use pin, what spend time on Pinterest, mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out how to buy the shit because I got it confused with Etsy. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, now they've changed the app and you can buy shit. Okay, you can sell shit through there. Um, so when I first started on Pinterest. You know, you have you you use boards and you pin topical stuff to the board, and so I had a board all about like my dream home, right? And I tried to come up with the most clever fucking names for every board, and my board about my dream home was called House MD parentheses my dream. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> The cover of this is uh, actually quite cool. Uh, it is a hand ringing a doorbell. And when I say it's a hand ringing a doorbell, that's exactly what it is. Their hand isn't attached to anything. And it is like covered in hair and weird roots and their bones exposed randomly. Uh, you can see how this cool. could be horrifying. Like picture thing from the Adams family, mm-hmm. but like he got fucked up pretty hard. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we going to see in this movie? Uh, I literally have no idea. I'm expecting a sentient killer house. Okay. And if I'm not, if I don't get that, I'm going to be disappointed. Can I help you? Sure. Give you another clue. Mm-hmm. You have been sitting for almost a hundred episodes right in front of Roger Cobb. Nope. Right there. All the way in There's the corner. One. Yep. The one where he. Oh, look, ref- there's the cover. The, the cover's right there. And he says house. In the little like inscription, it's like Russ, blah blah blah. Welcome to my house or something. So he says, "Welcome to my uh, air quotes house." So there's an image of the star that is that is Cobb right there. Okay, what help me? Does that help? What are we seeing? Uh, we see an '80s or '90s man uh, with a shotgun, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's it. Does that help? You mirror that <laughs> image with the image of the cover. Mm-hmm. What do you got? I mean, this leads me to believe that it's just a zombie movie, and okay. I'm really hoping pretty hard that it's not just a zombie movie. Okay. And I really want a sentient house. Got it. Uh, but I guess that's a monster house, mm-hmm. and that's not a great movie. Yeah. Monster so, House is a good movie. I, it's not great. It's not bad. It's fine. My favorite joke of that movie okay. is they're like looking into the mouth of the house, mm-hmm. and the little girl says, that's the uvula, tickle it, so that it, and he's like, oh, so it's a girl house. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, second movie? Second movie. Second movie. Uh, it's Best all... cover ever to a sequel to a movie. Okay. <laughs> it's an all new house with brand new owners. House two, the second story. Great fucking title. Isn't right that there. great? And then, so you have the house is the hand ringing the doorbell. This one is that same hand uh, holding a key, and it's about to go into the lock on the front door. Uh, <laughs> I love the thing at the bottom. It's getting weirder! <laughs> Exclamation point. Oh, and then <laughs> the big quote on the back is, Frightening strikes twice. <laughs> okay. If these aren't the cheesiest fucking movies ever, I'm going to be disappointed. How about I flip this cover and give you a little oh, bit more flip, info on House? Flip, flip the script on it. Uh, okay, so this is a much more... Uh, is that um, fucking George Went? That is George Went. Fucking George Went is in this movie. All right. I'm, on, I'm completely on board now. Not that I wasn't before, but I'm completely on board. Excuse me. Uh, so we have a house that I'm assuming the titular house. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so it's a girl house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have a uh, zombie isn't the right word. He's definitely like undead, but he seems to be sentient. And it looks like he's holding a knife. Uh, comp- like hovering over the house, but no, it's the hand, the severed hand that's holding a Bowie knife. Uh, you have Cobb with a shotgun. George Went is like cowering behind him as George Went does. <laughs> uh, you have a dead girl and somebody like, oh fuck, it's a dead girl. Uh, you have an old lady with a noose, and you have uh, a hand coming out of the ground so yeah so i give you some more to go off of i mean i don't think it's going to be a sentient house okay which i'm a little disappointed Mm. about but i think it's going to be a horrifying house Mm -hmm. uh i have another cover for house two for you all right before you look at the cover Mm -hmm. uh i want you to look on the back of the credits the little blurb okay Look under the name of the movie. Directly under the name of the movie. Royal Dano? Nope. Bill Maher? Bill Maher. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Maher is in House 2. And I know you know who that is, Mm -hmm. so I thought I'd throw that at you. My wife and I went and saw him in India a year or two ago. Hmm. What do you think of Religious? Uh, I liked Religious. I didn't like Ben Stein's movie <laughs> that was like the opposite. Yes, Ben Stein's movie was garbage. I thought Religious was like a little like preachy. It was a little mean. Yeah, it was like mean. A, it was a little mean. Like he literally was like, why don't you kill yourself then? I was like, that's a little mean. Like yeah. that's not going to win you over anybody. There like, were like fun parts, but then yes. there's just like, ah, slay your fucking wrist. It's like, oh, okay, you're a, you're a bad person. Uh, okay. So it looks like nobody from the first movie is back. Okay. <laughs> and including that like zombie like 
wizard or necromancer or whatever has been replaced with uh, zombie old west mining town fellers. <laughs> One holding a uh, silver skull with gems for eyes. There are tombstones in the front yard. Uh, instead of adults, they have gone with children, which means that you know they fell into the sequel trap. So this one is going to suck. Okay. Because you did know, you see the little dog? I, oh yeah, I did see the dog, and I forgot <laughs> to comment on it. Uh, I love this because obviously, like this was painted, right? Yeah. These posters were hand painted. But very obviously, the dog in the movie has to be like a rubber puppet dog, because he's painted like a rubber puppet dog. <laughs> it's great. Good. Uh, so that's House and House Two. Cool. Uh, which are you going to prefer? Uh, I think that this is going to be the Blues Brothers Two Thousand mm. to House's Blues Brothers. Cool. Justin, what else you got for us? I think I see Bolivia. <laughs>